Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Alaska Cast. Today, we're talking with Lee Hart. She is the founder of the Alaska Outdoor Alliance, an organization dedicated to diversifying the economy, improving lives, and stimulating local economies through strengthening Alaska's outdoor recreation sector. Lee, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. We're very excited to have you. Uh, I love the outdoors. I'm, I'm, I'm an avid skier and, and cross-country runner and hiker, so this is going to be a really fun conversation. Uh, to, to get awesome. us started, can you tell just us a little bit about what the Alaska Outdoor Alliance is and what you guys do? Well, that was a real mouthful um, uh, for, for our mission statement for you, so we've distilled we've that down and we're just really dedicated to building the best outdoor economy in the world. And um, we have the seventh largest outdoor recreation economy, uh, Alaska does, of all the states in the union. And it's a big contributor to our economy, um, 4.2% of GDP, one in every 10 jobs, that kind of thing. Wow. So we're just raising our hand and asking for more attention for the sector and, um, and, and just unleashing it. Because um, it's kind of an unsung hero. So we have members um, from across the spectrum of all the sports you just mentioned, you know, summer and winter sports, motorized and non-motorized, you know, hunting wildlife or watching wildlife, uh, manufacturers, retailers. Um, conservation partners, um, you know, for, for um, nonprofits that work in that world. And, um, and yeah, so we cover it all. It's a big tent, and we're just coalescing around this idea that maybe instead of seventh biggest outdoor recreation economy, we're maybe the first. Yeah, that, that definitely seems fitting for the largest state in the union. Um, a, yeah. uh, a great goal to go towards. Um, are these organizations that make up uh, the Alaska Outdoor Alliance, can you tell us a little bit about um, what those are? Are they um, sort of organizations that tie into tourism or organizations that support sort of locals here in Alaska or a little bit of both? Um, it's definitely both, and so and, and, and then some, actually. Okay. So there's sort of four main planks to our efforts, and so education and workforce development is one of them, health and wellness, conservation and stewardship, and then, you know, business development. And, of course, you know, many of the businesses in our sector, um, once you step outside, of outdoor recreate of outdoor retailers and manufacturers, oh. many of them are involved in guiding and outfitting in our tourism economy. So, so does um, does an organization or or a business, if they're looking to connect with the Alaska Outdoor Alliance, do they do they reach out to you? Is it sort of a like a like a membership um, that, that they have with you, or is it sort of a uh, kind of a unification, strength together type deal? Well, it's actually both. We don't have a formal membership structure yet, but we're um, about to launch a new website where we'll be rolling that aspect of it out. But again, we're, we're coalition building around this idea and, and bringing our voices together to, for example, you know, educate our elected leaders about what our priorities are and and advance um, 
you know, policies that will help, you know, accelerate the, the, and strengthen this, this uh, really powerful economic sector. Fantastic. And kind of looking at a, at a national level, are there any sort of indicators that, that make you feel optimistic about what uh, the Alaska Outdoor Alliance is, is doing here in Alaska? Uh, there's actually lots um, of indicators at the national level. Uh, that's a great question. The, um, the answer to it is, is that, you know, we're seeing that elected leaders around the country and governments are recognizing this as a sector. Um, so uh, we see right now where 18 states have created um, offices of outdoor recreation to really be the, the center point for these types of discussions in those states. And this is a movement that started about six years ago. Um, Utah was the first state. Many of the western states have since followed. It's all the way to Maine and North Carolina. And each of the states, there's no cookie cutter formula to this. It's just they react to and uh, to the to what the situation on the ground. Um, and some of the priorities in each of the states. So they're all really quite different, um, and their origins are also different. So, for example, the Montana office was really spurred on by um, the sportsman's world. The hunting and fishing crowd there uh, really saw the need uh, for such an office. In Colorado and Utah, it's a little bit more manufacturing-focused. Washington state's dedicated to getting just more people outside, especially kids, and then also creating jobs and and rewarding uh, programs that are getting people outside, uh, giving them some incentives if they're hiring veterans, for example. So um, here, you know, in Alaska, you know, we've got kind of all those ingredients, right? Right. Um, And so, uh, yeah, so we're working with all those types of groups. But that's at the national level, this movement, um, creating these offices is really um, an encouraging thing. And then the second piece of that is that the federal government is recognizing this as a sector, like, you know, automotive or healthcare or, you know, other industries. And so they just started measuring us. So, you know, it was in 2018 they released the first data showing, you know, again, the magnitude of the industry. And it really uh, surprised a lot of people that the Bureau of Economic Analysis first started with that national level, uh, generating national level numbers. And then this past year broke it down to the state level, which is how I am able to tell you that it's 4.2% of Alaska's economy, you know, uh, one in 10 jobs and and things along those lines. So that's at the national level. And since this effort started, um, we've also had success at the state level. And last year, um, University of Alaska released a study of the um, economic impact of the state, you know, kind of took a different look at it than the feds do, and, you know, found that um, there's $3.2 billion in spending from this sector, you know, that's generated by this sector, and um, wow. and that what is it? Uh, oh, we're tied in the country 
with the number, the percent of people that engage in outdoor recreation activities. So that's, we're tied with Montana. It's 77% of our uh, residents wow. say that they are outdoor enthusiasts, you know? So it's a, it's kind of a good news story, right? I mean, it's, it seems like it's like what I tell people is, yeah, okay, now we're going to see the forest through the trees and understand that this is an economic powerhouse. When you, let's say if you live in Anchorage or whatever, and you're, you're traveling down the Glen highway, or maybe you're, you know, on the Richardson highway and you look at all the people on a winter weekend that are out there with their snow machines. And so they've got trailers and the snow machines on them and all the gear that goes with that. Well, that adds up to a lot of spending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and then the same thing in the summer, of course, and, you know, and you know, all of our boating that takes place, the fishing and hunting. I mean, we are just, we've got it in spades here and it's a, it's a natural asset that's renewable and sustainable if we just take care of it. And uh, we want to see, you know, we work with, um, we also work with the, uh, our federal, state and federal land management partners and talk about, you know, regulations and things that we can look at that make it easier for businesses to start up, you know, guides and outfitters, Mm -hmm. um, or to enable volunteers and, and trail groups to get out there and help. Uh, with trail maintenance or public use cabin maintenance and those types of things. So we're, we've got plenty to do <laughs> and it's all really fun because we all love it so much, right? I mean, it's, it's part of the Alaska brand itself, right? Is the outdoors. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's difficult for me to think of an industry that's not touched and, and for individuals that aren't touched by by kind of our our unique environment here in Alaska it's it's tough not to have the outdoors affect affect what you do yeah that's that's very yeah. exciting um, yeah I, and I I just wanted to to mention I I when I, when I spoke with uh, Danelle not too long ago we um, we touched a little bit about equity in, in in the outdoors space here in Alaska is that something that you guys are, are looking at as well Absolutely. We, uh, we're working hard. And in fact, just moments ago before this call, talking with friends in Alaska Native communities uh, to make sure that they are included and have their voices heard in this, in this venture as well. And so that's one aspect of it. And then when we look at our more urban areas, you know, uh, Juneau and Fairbanks and, of course, Anchorage, you know, it's, it's looking at how we make the outdoors more accessible to people that might have transportation issues or, you know, just don't get out as much. And so working, we work with existing programs and, again, strengthening those programs and to to better assist, you know, getting this whole equity, diversity, and inclusion issue in Alaska. Actually, this very day, um, I was supposed to be in Sitka at a cultural tourism conference that Sitka Tribes was organizing, and my topic was going to be bridging, you know, that bridge between cultural and out culture based and outdoor. Um, tourism. And so, you know, our Alaska natives have so many amazing 
stories and they are the ultimate curators of our land and our stories and the stewards for that. So, of course, they are important um, players in what comes next. I'm very glad that you brought that up. And that that sort of ties us into, I guess, the the next thing that I wanted to talk about, which is we're kind of in the midst of a pandemic (laughs) um, that's really affected, of course, not just the outdoor industry, but the whole world and and especially Alaska um, in a lot of ways. What, What do you see essentially what is the outdoor or how does the outdoor industry fit into like a post COVID-19 Alaska? That's a fabulous question. You know, I think what we're seeing right now, not just in Alaska, but around the country from all the images you might see from your friends on Facebook or Instagram, but you know, I think people are going outdoors, you know, the shelter in place orders and stay at home orders do recognize the need for people to, you know, get out a bit, get some fitness, get sort of mental and physical well-being. So people are going outdoors and they're going to their close to home parks and trails. And that's where we want them. They want to keep them in their neighborhoods. Mm. But I think, I think we have a sense and optimism that this is going to be a period where people are going to even, are going to learn the value of these outdoor spaces and, in, in more, you know, in even more deep and feel that more deeply and be more supportive of efforts to build more trails and public use cabins and um, boat launches and, you know, our, our, what we call our infrastructure, right? And so my network, the, the Alliance Network, is working together uh, to come up with our best ideas um, for a stimulus package uh, that gets people back to work, that creates that, you know, infrastructure so that when tourism really does rebound after all of this, that we um, have, you know, that we're, we're, we're as ready for it as we can be. And we've, we've kind of polished up our resources and brightened, put a brighter face, you know, face on them and made them even more attractive than they already are. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I can I can tell you that I um what one, one of my greatest joys has been with this warmer weather and and lots of snow that we're having in Fairbanks is getting the opportunity to go outside after a long work day and and go skiing or even shovel some snow. It's been a great way to kind of de-stress and try to um you know, I have the privilege of of being able to forget about the pandemic that's going on for um some an hour or two at a time. And it's been a great joy being outside and, and able to kind of do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's a, you know, you bring up skiing, you know, and, and I know people are out there biking. They're, they're naturally, you know, lend themselves to social dis- distancing and yet, yeah. Who doesn't get a smile on their face doing that stuff. Right. I mean, I sure do. And, and I know I need it in, in my life with or without coronavirus. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So you hit the nail on the head. Absolutely. And, and Lee, can you tell us a little bit about kind of your, your, your connection with Alaska? When did you first come to the state? Well, I first got here in 2011. I was invited up by a heli ski operator, um, to do, uh, do their marketing and, and some of their office uh, office operations and stuff. But And I was just really fortunate 
that that happened to be uh, the year in Valdez, Alaska, their last really big snow dump year, you know, that made the national headlines because people were shoveling off school building roofs and everything. So that was, I thought, oh my goodness, this is just like ski heaven. (laughs) And um, so I was hooked and and I've been here ever since and things have morphed. You know, when I was doing that, that's when I had um, a different business and my public relations is my stock in trade and I worked in the outdoor and ski adventure travel and bike industries for, you know, the better part of the last uh, decade and plus of my career here. What I'm working on now kind of brings together all the best pieces of that, like my ties to the manufacturing industry, my understanding of the issues um, at a broader, um, you know, at that bigger national level and being able to bring that all uh, to this, you know, really exciting alliance and really make some good things happen for Alaska is just a complete joy. That's fantastic. And and when when did you um when did the idea to start something like this Alaska Outdoor Alliance? When when did that come to you? Well, that started when um the same year that uh my last project, I started the Valdez Adventure Alliance, which had the same goal, right? But it was focused on Valdez specifically. And so I knew from my marketing background that if to be more successful, um, I, I had to figure out if, if there was a more a favorable environment around me, like were there other allies and how what kind of network would I look like what would it would look like to help support what I was doing in Valdez. So I uh, started this this effort with a conference at Alaska Pacific University in Anchorage in June of 2016. And really the whole, even, you know, we had educational sessions and all the things that go with the conference. But the goal was to answer the question, is there the political will and interest of coalescing around this industry and speaking, uh, you know, kind of finding common ground that we can all get behind to make good things happen. And the resounding answer to that was yes. So, um, you know, we kept having that conference. It's been growing. I move it around the state to bring in new players and new, and I change up the theme every year. Um, and, uh, so we have different topics to talk about. Like last year was, uh, we had it in Talkeetna and the theme was gateway communities, um, and all the communities that are kind of like the base camp to some of our um, most treasured destinations like our national parks and state parks and whatnot. So, um, you know, and then this year we're actually coming to Fairbanks. Well, we'll see, actually. Um, I'm doing a survey with my group and that the plan was, is, um, <laughs> to uh, bring the conference to Fairbanks um, at the end of October this year. And the theme, aptly enough, was going to be the future of outdoor recreation and kind of like fill in the blank. Um, so I have speakers already lined up um, talking about outdoor recreation and behavioral health and outdoor recreation and workforce training and development, you know, a speaker, uh, Peggy Kuiper from university, you know, from UAF. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, oh man, uh, 
tourism and other topics. And well, now, you know, I was doing that because it was like, oh, well, it's 2020 and, you know, it's like a play on vision, you know, like what's our, you know, the future. And then now we've got this new reality in our world. So it seems like it's even more relevant topic. So hopefully the dust settles and we can still have that conference in Fairbanks because I've just got so much excitement up there. And, you know, I had done some, uh, listening sessions around the state last year mm-hmm. and when I came to Fairbanks it was just it was the one place where and I tried to let the conversations percolate up on their own I didn't try to impose I just wanted to listen you know and see what were people's top priorities and in Fairbanks there was a lot of conversation around climate change um, and so we'll have uh, you know I'm lining up some pretty cool sessions along uh to address that as well um, and, uh, and and the role of outdoors and that and whatnot. I, I just hope that we are able to have it in person and if we can't, we'll probably do a virtual version of it like so many have been doing. But I'm, I'm, I'm serving uh, the folks in our alliance right now basically as we speak um, to find out their preferences and what they feel like they're able and willing to do you know, come this fall. Yeah, that, that, that's incredibly exciting. That's um, something that seems like Fairbanks would, would embrace. And if the, the plan date uh, right now is in October of 2020, is, is that right? Yeah, October 27th. I have the date set. I've got the Westmark. You know, we're going to be at the Westmark October 27th to 29th as long as, you know, yeah. our new realities don't interfere with that. Right, right. Yeah, and I mean, other than other than COVID nineteen and sort of the, the the new reality that's been ushered in, what sort of other obstacles are there um, for you to overcome to really help advance opportunities for Alaska's outdoor recreation economy? We're doing it right now. <laughs> um, it, it's it's getting it's wrapping people's minds around the idea that this is an economic sector, and that. You know, when, and, and so, for example, uh, we also do an annual legislative fly-in to Juneau. And, you know, one of our, our messages that, you know, we, we spent, we, you know, we do hearings in front of the House and Senate resources and uh, lunch and learn and a variety of other educational things. And, and so what we're saying is, is a couple of things. One is, is this is a sector. Um, and should be treated as such, and that when you're thinking, when you're making decisions around how to, any decision, but especially when we're talking to the resources committees, you know, when you're making decisions about resource development in our state, don't forget that, you know, outdoor recreation is part of your resource development portfolio, and please consider, you know, don't leave leave us a place at the table and, you know, and consider us when you're thinking about other projects and how we might fit in or will, you know, what is the impact to this industry that already gives so much back to Alaska. Yeah. And what is uh, kind of looking a decade into the future? What do you see as, um, 
what do you see the Alaska Outdoor Alliance becoming a decade from now? Do you um, see it still staying as a sort of independent organization, or would you like to see some sort of state department form? Oh, we would definitely love to have an Office of Outdoor Recreation, and we would uh, hope that the alliance would be a group that the person holding that office would turn to for both supporting their, you know, for for dialogue, for supporting their initiatives, for for bringing new ideas to the table, for vetting those ideas, for being people that they can count on to help get the messages out to our huge state and all the communities in it. So, yes, we think uh, an office would be a, a lovely thing to have, and and we want to support that in any way that, you know, that we can. Looking beyond the Alaska Outdoor Alliance, are you looking into the future for Alaska, you know, past this COVID-19 pandemic? Are you optimistic, pessimistic about the future, a little bit of both? Oh, no, I'm optimistic, 100% optimistic. I I might be one of those annoyingly glass half full people, um, <laughs> but I can tell you that the conversations I've been having um, with some of my go-to kind of um, partners in this, the conversations I've been having this past week, um, you know, again, you got to let the dust settle from, you know, some really immediate pressing needs that were in their face, but mm-hmm. everybody sees opportunity right now. And there is a lot of enthusiasm and it kind of, I would, I would, I'm, I go okay. I'll go so far as to say excitement. I think we, I think we, we, we see that 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 you know out of this tragedy, there's opportunity to make some really great things happen if we can, especially get uh, some stimulus and recovery uh, resources to flow our direction. Um, you know, I've been talking with. Um, our federal land managers, some of these nonprofits that are part of our sector and businesses and people are just lighting up. I think, I think they're enjoying talking about something positive, you know, to come out of all of this Mm -hmm. and, and are energized, you know, to put effort into it. And so I am, 100% 100% optimistic um, that we can get, we'll have some good things coming down the road our way. Fantastic. Fantastic. And if, if an organization of some sort of business individuals or anybody else, they want to get involved with the Alaska Outdoor Alliance, what's the best way for them to do that? Well, uh, they can go to the website. Again, uh, it's the alaskaoutdooralliance.org. Very soon, going to look different but there is a site right now that they can go to. Um, the new site will be better organized, a little spiffier, but they can learn about what we're up to and see some of the videos and the stories and things that we're sharing right now. And then in just a, a matter of days or not very many weeks, we'll have the new site up and that will make it even easier um, for people to just click buttons and support us. Perfect. Perfect. And Lee, um, last question. Is there anything else that you'd want to touch upon, talk about? 
explain uh, what, anything to do with the Alaska Outdoor Alliance or, or anything else? The answer to that question is just that this alliance is building, building capacity, building enthusiasm. We're building excitement. It's just, it, it's on an, uh, a nice positive upward curve. And I hope we can come to Fairbanks uh, this fall. Um, and because I just know how much excitement is already been brewing around this up there and, and really looking forward to, uh, getting more, um, Fairbanks involvement in this effort. It's just time. It's just time. And it's something that makes everybody smile. It is part of our lifestyle, part of what it is to be an Alaskan. Well, so, and the other thing is, is that, you know, we know, I think let's talk just a second here about outdoor recreation, people visiting and recreating on public lands. It is key to so many of our, even our smallest little villages and local economies. Mm -hmm. It creates jobs. It is sustaining healthy lands, water, people, you know, the the mental health and physical health, you know, benefits. There's, there's no downside. Let's let's do this together, and we are growing and just welcoming and inclusive of anybody else who wants to hop on this bandwagon. Absolutely, and I'm really excited. I hope that you guys are able to um, come down here to Fairbanks in the uh, fall in October. Um, if not, I'm well, and I want to have you come. I want you to come to this thing. If, if uh, yeah, if we, I'd love yeah, to come. I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. And yeah, I, uh, I'll, I'll talk with you a little bit more about the show, but for now, uh, we've been talking with Lee Hart. She's the founder of the Alaska outdoor Alliance, an organization dedicated to strengthening Alaska's outdoor recreation sector. Lee, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Thanks so much. I really, I, I love your new podcast. Just awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Lee. The Alaska Cow.